Welcome to Sportsbeat KC, the Kansas City Star's daily sports podcast. It's Wednesday, January 21st, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. AFC Championship Game Week is here, and the Chiefs zoomed their way through conference calls after practice. The first piece of news, Patrick Mahomes attended practice. It was a light workout, and although he remains in the concussion protocol, he took snaps, Andy Reid said. You'll hear from Reid, also reserve quarterback Chad Henney, defensive end Chris Jones, and we'll take a break there. And When we come back, you'll hear from wide receiver Tyree Kill. He was very interesting about what motivates him and offensive tackle Eric Fisher. So here we go, talking Chiefs and the AFC Championship game. Really, the only guy that didn't practice today was uh, Willie Gay. So um, everybody else was out there and uh, in some form or another and, and working. So uh, Breland, uh, Hilaire, Fenton, Mahomes, and Sammy all did, did some work. Um, Today's, you know, not the not the biggest part. Tomorrow's bigger practice, longer practice than what today is. But they all seem to make it through well, and we'll just see how it how it goes um, uh, tomorrow. So um, look forward to the challenge of playing the Bills. So they're a good football team, well coach. I mean, Sean's done a tremendous job there. <clears throat> He's got really good coordinators, head coach caliber coordinators, and um, you know they're. They're just a real good football team. Every every angle you look at, they're they're a good football team and have talent. So, anyways, with that, time yours. <clears throat> Go first to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Andy, can you um, tell us how much Pat did? Was he full? Was he limited? How much Pat did, and uh, um, how he looked when he was out there as well? Yeah, um, so he looked good. He's just uh, he's in the protocol, so they, there's only certain things he can do, and. And it's a limited basis, but today is a little bit limited practice. So he this fit right into what he could do, and and um, but he took all the snaps, and you know he feels he feels good. So I mean, we just we're just gonna follow this protocol uh, as close as we possibly can. So let's go next to Sam Mellinger. Go ahead, Sam. Hey Andy, um, after the uh, the Falcons game, you and, and Patrick both had mentioned you know some issues with uh, protection calls. Um, I'm, I'm just curious, can you walk us through like the you know 21 days um, how you guys addressed that? And I know the Browns don't blitz a lot, but how you thought those guys did um, the other night? Yeah, no, we I, I thought the guys did well. Um, it, you know, they're listen. We got a veteran line, so I mean they're they're pretty adept at what they what they do. Um, every once in a while, there, there'll be a hiccup, um, and then it's good to have the veterans there so they can all fix it between Pat and the, the guys. And I think that's probably what Pat was talking about. Just they they worked out the different looks, and we we walked through them and and um, you know, made sure we're sound in those areas. Let's go next to Herbie Tiope. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, coach. When you look at the Buffalo Bills. You, you haven't obviously it's been since week six since you played them, but what's different about them now compared to when you were preparing for them back then? Uh, it looks like they're they're healthy. I mean, they were missing a couple guys at that time and uh, key guys, and so I I think that they've got everybody back and they're and they're playing at a high level. I mean, they've reeled off quite a few games here in a row of victories and. Um, like I said, they're well coached and they're a good player. So, Herbie, they're they're playing good football right now. Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. 
Hey, Coach, I was curious about um, what you remember seeing about Sean during his days in Philadelphia that maybe led you to believe that he could lead a team to, to this level. Yeah, well, very organized, very smart, very tough. I would tell you one of the primary characteristics, uh, state wrestling champ, uh, you know, that whole deal. He uh, was a safety in college at William & Mary Academic School, and he was one of the starters, he and Mike Tomlin, actually. So, And uh, their, their backfield was pretty good there. Their secondary was pretty good. Sharper was the other one. Um, so, uh, and then um, he came from a coaching family. So his dad, dad was a heck of a coach, and, and, and Sean just kind of picked up right from there and I'm very solid, very good. Go next to Nate Taylor. Go ahead, Nate. Hey, Andy, I have two questions for you. Uh, just wanted to clarify that Brashad Breland is through the concussion protocol. Was he cleared? Um, sort yeah, of. He's working through it too. He's in. He's in concussion protocol, working through it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then, secondly, um, this may sound silly to some degree, but does does anything really change offensively in terms of the game planning? with Patrick in the protocol and obviously Chad going through most of the reps or does it mostly stay the same? Yeah. You know, when, when Chad was in the game, we didn't have to really change much. So um, that was a, a plus. And, and um, so we've kind of, we're just leaving it the way we, we do. Chad's comfortable with it. And, you know, he, he feels that he can handle that if needed. So I, I think you know, that's it's all well there. Connects to Seren Petro. Go ahead, Seren. Coach, just uh, real quick, a uh, housekeeping uh, from Audi, and this may be one that, you know, frankly, your answer is going to be none of your business. Uh, it, it sounds like it's the third stage of the protocol. I don't know what the obligations are on whether or not you have to tell us that or not, but I just want to make sure we ask it in case it is something that you can share with us. Do we know what can, can you tell us which stage he's in? Yeah. Well, it's a, whatever day we're in here. So it's that they kind of base it off of that. He's, he's done well up to this point and they just progress you through uh, the day. So today was, uh, you know, work, limited work and, and, uh, and no contact, I think was the schedule for today. So we're, and that's kind of what we're doing on, on Wednesday. So it fit in perfect for that. Let's go next to Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. Hey Andy, um, this might be kind of an obvious answer, but but I'd hate to just assume something. Um, when when Patrick got hurt with the knee injury, you haven't run a quarterback sneak since. I assume that this situation is different. I mean, you can't can you really get away with not having Patrick's legs whenever he does play be part of your offense? Well, I mean, listen, I, it's hard to stop somebody from using their legs and uh, and running when they when they choose to run. So. Um, if he can't do that, he's probably not going to be able to, he's probably not past the protocol to, to be able to do that. So, um, you know, that, that's kind of how that rolls. You know, you don't want to put him out there if he can't, if he, he's going to be in, he can't move, you know, so. Good time for a couple more. We'll go Breland and then Harold. Go ahead, Breland. Hey, good morning, Andy. Uh, you Hi, touched on it a little bit earlier today, but. Sean McDermott, in just three short years, he's been able to take a team that hadn't made playoffs in 18 years to a team that is now playing against you in the AFC Championship. Just how incredible is it for you to see him 
find such success in Buffalo? Yeah, well, it's tremendous. He, he deserves coach of the year, man. I mean, he, he's taken a franchise there. <clears throat> Both he and his general manager put that thing together with some bold moves and, and, um, and production here now. So uh, I think he's done tremendous. What a great thing for the NFL and for Buffalo, which is uh, you've been there, I'm, I'm sure, just to, for a game. It's a, they love football in Buffalo. And I just he, he's really done a nice job with that whole, with that whole program. We'll go last to Harold Koontz. Go ahead, Harold. Hey, Andy, hope you're doing well. Um, Thanks, when it comes to Matt Milano, the Bills are 12-0, and 0, and they've averaged, I think, 18.6 points defensively given up. It's like one of the top in the league. What is it about him specifically being the quarterback on the defense that you guys face a challenge for? Because you did have to face him in the first game, obviously. But him specifically, what, where does that change come? Yeah, well, he's a heck of a football player. Plays with great energy. He's a good cover guy, um, good against the run. Um, he is our quarterback of that, of that group. And uh, um, he was missing our last game. So um, we just, listen, we look forward to the challenge of, of playing against him. He's, a, he's one heck of a player. And, you know, that's what this is all about. So, you know, you, um, so I, I, they'll, they'll be different. I mean, they'll be different than what they were when we played them. And our guys understand that. Uh, Chad, um, after the uh, the Falcons game, uh, Patrick and, and Andy had both talked about maybe some protection calls weren't what, what they wanted against some blitzes. I know the Browns don't blitz a lot, but from what you saw uh, when you're in the game and, and not, how did that process go? And how, how do you feel about that group going forward? Yeah, I mean, I think we feel very confident in our, prote our protection calls. I think, um, you know, Patrick's progressed uh, since day one. Uh, he's a smart player, understands what the defense is doing. And even, you know, me with 13 years, uh, you know, this team with Buffalo, you know, they'll present some disguise out there for us, which will make it difficult in some protections. Our back might, our back might have to work it sometimes, but I think we feel confident in our protection calls. Let's go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Chad, are, have you seen much recently from the Bills on defense that maybe you didn't see when you played them, when you were getting ready to play them earlier in the year? Well, I definitely think uh, they're flying around. I mean, uh, it's a veteran group. You know, they got, a, you know, the linebacker back Milano. So uh, he's a key player for them as well. But um, they're very aggressive. I mean, they got a veteran group in the back end. You know, linebackers are, you know, very, very mobile and can run around. And defensive line's active. So uh, it's a good group. I think they're just flying around. And obviously with this game, you know, being the AFC championship, the ante just goes up. And, you know, we're going to anticipate their best shot. Next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Hey, Chad. Um, my question is two-pronged. Knowing that everything that's going on with the injury to, to Pat this week, how has that changed your week, if at all? And then the second part is, just what would it mean if, if you did get to start in what would be this AFC title game to your career? Yeah, I mean, for my preparation, I mean, it's going to stay the same. Uh, prepare like you're the starter each and every week, um, no matter what happens. And uh, I have to be prepared even if something were to happen and, um, you know, whatever does happen, happens. And for me, I just take it each day at a time and, um, you know, always stay ready. Uh, you never know who's going to be in and we'll be excited to play. We'll go last to Sarin Petro. Go ahead, Sarin. Uh, Chad, is, is there something 
you know, obviously you had to, to come in without uh, being, you know, warmed up and everything during the game and, and maybe not getting as many reps during the week. Is there, is there, you know, something like that you can tell Patrick if he ends up not practicing, but goes a uh, little tricks of the trade on how you're more ready when you don't get the reps? Yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, not the easiest if you don't get the reps during the week. Um, obviously last week was the same way, but mentally you have to stay in it. I think in the back uh, when, you know, Patrick was in last week uh, during every practice. Matt and I are in the back uh, doing our drops, going through our progressions. So that thing doesn't change. You know, we try to stay physically uh, ready after practice. We get the throws. Matt and I both get the throws uh, that we need that Patrick, you know, took during the week. And, uh, you know, we, do, we just go about our business that way. Hey, Chris, when, you, when you're looking at tape of Buffalo right now, do they look like a really confident team? They've only lost once since you guys played them, and that was that Hail Mary. They, 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 do they look like a team coming in with a lot of confidence? Yeah, they're, they're, they're rolling right now. They're playing some of their best ball, um, especially on the defensive side of the ball. The defense has improved since weeks hit, since we played them. And uh, quarterback is playing outstanding. Uh, been saying it all year. He's playing at an MVP caliber level. So uh, they're steamrolling right now, man. They're, they're firing all cylinders. Let's go next to Matt Derrick. Good, Matt. Hey, Chris, on the inside, you're going to be going up against an old teammate in, in Mitch Morse. Um, just curious, you know, what is it about, you know, scouting one of your old teammates and you still keep in touch with Mitch? Um, unfortunately, I don't, man. Um, it's, it's weird because I forgot that he played the first time we played him. I seen him out there. I'm like, Mitch, you still look good, man. Yeah. It's always competitive when you get to go go against guys that you um, once played with. And um, it's all fun. You know, it's a company competition, you know, my team against his, and uh, may the best guy wins. Let's go next to Sarin Petro. Go ahead, Sarin. Chris, kind of kind of twofold here. You, you kind of night and day and the team you're going up against, you know, the, the two running backs pounding away with the Cleveland Browns last week to a team that really seems to uh, not have any problem abandoning the run. Just what what is it, you know, how difficult is it to make that kind of change? And, and do you like that, that they are, uh, you know, one that you really guys can – focus on the pass rush well you know the, the team um it reminds me a lot of um us two years ago you know when we had the high powered offense uh, and we was able to score it well those guys can score it well man um single tier the running back he he <laughs> they can still run the ball i don't think they just completely abandoned but their quarterback is doing so well so why not leave it in a quarterback hand so we got to try to stop the run and uh, contain this quarterback you know um, the guy can throw 80-yard bummers. Uh, he can throw 60 yards uh, on a run. So, you know, we, we got to try to contain him and slow him down. I don't think we're going to be able to stop him, but we can contain him. Got time for two more. We'll go Pete and then Harold. Go ahead, Pete. Chris, I have a question about Allen as well. Uh, based upon your meetings and, and your film work, it just seems like he's one of the stronger quarterbacks in the league as far as pocket presence. What do you think maybe the keys are, are going to be able to, to get contain him and, and get him down on, on Sunday? Try to collapse the pocket as a front four and uh, play fundamentally sound on the back end. You know, um, Spag Shoes, we have a, a heck of a game plan for us. And we play fundamentally sound and uh, limit our mistakes and force turnovers. I think we can contain these guys. Sounds easy, but it's, it's far from easy. These guys are dynamic. You know, they got one of the better wide receivers in this game. And uh, Stefan Diggs, he can line up all over the place. So, you know, we got to try to make sure we know where he's at. Him and Cole Beasley, one of the best slots in the game. And uh, try to contain those guys. We'll ask to Harold Koontz. Go ahead, Harold. 
Hey, Chris, you know, when uh, Patrick went down, you guys definitely stepped up in his absence, and you guys are now 12th in scoring defense. Overall, you've steadily improved a little bit slowly but surely. What has gone on to the defense's confidence knowing that, you know, when the game's on your backs, you guys have the opportunity and you do close out games? How confident are you guys going into this? That shows the character of this team, man. When one guy goes down, we can all pick it back up, man. You know, Chad Henney did his thing on offense. And defense, we needed to give the ball back to our offense. You know, we knew that going into um going into that to that drive that it was gonna be important on the outcome of this drive and the outcome of the game. And uh, we had to force a a, a, a few um drives to let them not get a first down. You know, they end up getting it on the um the quarterback sneak and you know, the first play we stopped Nick Chubb on a, the stopped them two yards in the backfield. Then Third down came, we made them check it down fast, and they're just fundamentally sound defense. We was able to get off the field, get a ball back to our offense, and let them do their thing. Um, but everyone just had to step it up. We knew, you know, no one wanted to go home, and we knew how important the drive was. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Star's award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site, and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. Eric, um, so much of the season has come down to having an opportunity to go back to the Super Bowl. I uh-huh. just wonder, from your perspective, what is the sense – in the building, in the facility right now, knowing that you guys are one game away from returning to the Super Bowl? Well, you know what? I, I I mean, to be honest, I feel like no one is, like, really thinking about, you know, actually going to the Super Bowl. I mean, we're all focused on the Buffalo Bills because, obviously, that's the task at hand. So that's that's been, like, everybody's focus right now. Like, that's kind of the way we do things around, around here, just focus one week at a time. And when the Super Bowl is here, you know, the Chiefs to be in the Super Bowl, baby. Go next to Herbie Teope. Go ahead, Herbie. Hey, Tyree. Obviously, elite hey. player, obviously, elite players like to go against elite players. And right. the, the Bills, they got Tredavious White, uh, their cornerback, two-time 
pro bowler. But as for you as one of the NFL's top receivers, does it change your mentality when you're going into the week knowing that you have to prepare to, to face a guy like Travis White? Uh, nah, man. I mean, he's a tremendous player. I mean, I, I think um, he fits their team very well. And, you know, I just feel like at the, at the very end of the day, it's still football. You know, I, I've been playing this sport ever since I was five years old, you know, so I'm going to still go out there and I'm going to compete and I'm going to work my, my tail off. You know, he's going to win some plays. I'm going to win some plays, you know, so that's just how it goes. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my job so I can win the majority of the plays. But, you know, let's be realistic, you know, so that's that. Go next to Vahe Gregorian. Go ahead, Vahe. Hey, Tyreek. Um, hey. Kind of a two-part question, Brad, if that's okay. Can, can you just take us through that catch you made the other day? Uh-huh. The ball basically touched every part of your body, and you, you kept your concentration. How much was that just instinct? How much could you feel yourself concentrating? Well, that goes back to just wanting to compete. You know, um, I've always – like I've always been the smallest guy probably on like every team I've been on, you know, but I've always had the most heart, you know, and with that, you know, I'm a, um, I'm always outplay my height, you know, so those, those 50, 50 balls, I want to make every single one on mine and, you know, and I just didn't want to make the same mistake I did during the Broncos game, you know, where, where like the ball hit every part of my body. And well, last week, you know, the same thing happened, and I knew I caught it, you know, so. And the other part, Brad, thanks for the follow-up, is just, Tyreek, it's probably hard to describe this, but what do you think the, the things you've made, the, the greatest strides in and just becoming a complete receiver have been? I mean, it's been a while since you could uh -huh. say that, but what, what, are you, what are you most proud of, the two or three things that made you a full receiver? Uh. Probably the one thing I'm I'm really proud of, you know, is just being able to like learn from different guys and just being able to like take coaching from like Coach Reed or a Greg or just being able to like just be a student of the game, you know, because you know like when you come into the league, like you think you hot shit, you know, so fifth round draft pick, you know, so you, like you, like you are you automatically thank you the man, you know, especially like I feel like um, most guys don't like you know take what's given to him. You know, same thing with Kelsey. He came in, he's able to be, you know, coached by one of the greatest coaches ever, you know? So, um, I mean, that's kind of what I'm very appreciative of, you know, just being a student of the game, just being able to learn from different minds and just hear like different perspectives, you know? Like the same thing Robert Sala said about, you know, bringing all these different coaches in and stuff like that, hearing from like different point of views. Cause everybody, like not one coach is gonna be able to like give you you know, all of the information to be the best wide receiver. But if, if I'm able to listen to Coach Reed, if I'm able to listen to Keith Williams, if I'm able to listen to Greg Lewis or EB or like Pat, wherever he want me to be, you know, I'm able to like make my game better and better and better, you know, so just that. Let's go next to Matt McMullen. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Tyreek, uh, kind of similar question here, but uh, I know how hard you've worked to become a complete receiver. What's it mean to you then that with the season on the line, Coach Reed goes to you on that fourth down play? It means a lot, man. Uh, that means I've, I've come a long way from the return specialist days, you know what? And that makes me feel like a great, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, like, like growing up, man, I've always dreamed about being in the NFL and just making like those splash plays when you're like on ESPN, you know, when they like roll the play back. Like I've always dreamed of moments like that. And for me, that's like a moment come true, you know? So Coach Reed, thank you, man, for that moment. My family, 
Thanks to you, Coach Reed. Thank you. Let's go next to Adam Teicher. Go ahead, Adam. Hey, Tyreek. So what exactly was it that happened on the sideline between you and Greg Lewis? Can you kind of explain that? It's just my energy level, man. I feel like I play the game with so much passion, you know, and and I and like, I mean, not only me, but we put so much into this game that, you know, like I come off the sideline, you know, like fired up, you know, and I just give my coach a shove, you know. So that's just me and my personality, man. I'm just fired up and I'm just happy, you know, just to be in the NFL and just, you know, just to be a part of, a part of this great organization, you know. So, I mean, I, a lot of people, a lot of people seen it as me, like, being a hothead on the sideline, being a diva, you could say, but it wasn't nothing like that. It was just I'm fired up and just trying to give the guys energy, you know? So, because as you've seen, like, like think about it. Like, I just wish people, I mean, everybody would just think about it. If I would have really pushed my coach, everybody would have been holding me back. So, it was just like one of those fired up pushing, we laughing, we giggling. You know, we just, we, we just enjoying, you know, each other, you know? So, that's all it was. We'll go to final two, Karen Kornacki and then Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Karen. Hi, Tyreek. You're awesome. Hey, you're awesome. I wanted to just ask you, I mean, in that game, that fourth down play, you didn't right. have Patrick and you guys stepped up. I mean, you and Travis Kelsey and your defense. So is that the attitude that whether Patrick can play this week or not, whether he's 100% or not, you guys right. know that by stepping up, you can still get to where you want to go? I mean... <laughs> the goal is to have Patrick, but I, like I, I mean, I really don't know. But I feel like it doesn't matter who out there, you know, um, whoever steps in at quarterback, we're going to put our confidence in them the same way this organization, you know, has their back to be able to back up one of the best quarterbacks in the game, you know. So, I mean, if, if Chad come in the game and, you know, he's feeling like awkward or something like that, then like who knows, man how that game would turn out. But I feel like the moment he came in, you know, guys were like patting him on the back, showing him, showing him love, you know, making plays for him. The run game got going, offensive line got blocking, you know. So things like that, you know, really, you know, helps a, a guy, you know, who's been in this league a long time. So, I mean, it's not too hard for him. But if he is in there, you know, we still going to compete, you know, because it's just in us, you know. Like we just can't go out there on Sunday and not play hard. You know, because we wouldn't be playing at the highest level if it wasn't in us. So, the next and last to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Thanks, Brad. I'll just one quick thing after this. But, um, Tyreek, you, you mentioned how you're a student of the game. You've talked about watching other wide receivers on film before. What have you seen this year right. from Stefan Diggs taking off? And has there been anything that you like that he did that maybe you would implement to your game? Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I just love, uh, I just love, his uh his uh rack ability, you know, like when I think of Stefan Diggs, I think of rack ability, and I also think about you know being able to like get in and out of breaks in his routes and stuff like that. He's a great receiver. Um, he's one of the top receivers of the game, and I and I really respect him, you know. So, I mean, we just got to see who has the better game, him or Kelsey, because I'm still a return specialist. I know that's actually what I was going to ask you about this return mm -hmm. specialist thing. It happened a couple of years ago. Was that like the greatest right. gift you could have gotten for your career as far as just like yeah. everyday motivation, that type of thing? Oh yeah. Yeah, man. That's definitely, you know, up there um, high on the charts, you know, but I mean, I guess I fit well in the scheme. That's all I got to say. I just fit well in the scheme, man. And 
got a great quarterback, great coach, great weapons all around me, great offensive line. So I just feel I just fit well in this game. Hey Eric, um, after the uh, the Falcons game, um, Patrick and Andy both talked about some issues with with protection calls. Um, from your point of view, what 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 was the problem, um, and and how did you guys fix it over the last three weeks? It looks like you played really well against the Browns. You know, that was a few weeks ago. I, I you know, I, I do. Pat Pat makes protection calls, and we do whatever he says. Um, so if you're asking the wrong guy on that. I mean, I'm I'm moved way moved on from that game. So uh, I don't even know how to answer that. Let's go next to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, Fish. Um, you know, you're you're not going to be playing against him, but you're going to be seeing Mitch Morse this week. Um, what was Mitch like as a teammate, and, and what do you miss about having him around? And, Brad, I'll have a follow-up. Yeah, uh, Mitch is an awesome dude. Uh, obviously, a tremendous athlete. He's doing a great job over there. Um, I'm glad he's uh, having a successful career. And, uh, you know, he's just one of the guys, um, you know, we got a, we got a good group in the line room. Uh, we've had a group, a good group for many years. Uh, so we're fortunate in that area. Um, but yeah, uh, we're looking forward to seeing him again out there. And, um, you know, obviously we're not hoping for too much success for him, but <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. And you've had Nick Allegretti playing next to you all year. I mean, it's his first year as a starter and, and playing, and now it's his first time in the postseason. What is it that you've been able to, to help him along with, and what advice have you been able to give him? Yeah, um, you know, I've, I've taken the line of scrimmage quite a few times, so I've seen seen a lot of different fronts, a lot of different techniques. Um, and Nick was just a awesome guy to step step in there and, uh, you know, do, do a great job. He's done, done an excellent job all year. Um, we have great chemistry together, uh, good communication. We don't, you know, have to over-communicate anything. You know, we're kind of on the same page, and, uh, you know, we just – kind of have that same mentality and go work our tails off and do uh, do our job. And uh, he's, he's been doing a great job. Go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. Eric, little uh, lighthearted thing for you here. It's It was recently the one-year anniversary of the Bud Light special celebration. I was wondering since then how many times has fans and maybe friends asked you about that and, and just reminiscing on that moment? Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Um, you know, it was, it was a good good memory, good good time. Um, everyone keeps sending me these, these miniature me that are in like every store apparently right now, <laughs> everyone's taking pictures with me, uh, but I'm like this tall. Um, so that's pretty funny, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time. Uh, it'll be, uh, something that I remember forever. Let's go next to Harold Koontz. Go ahead, Harold. Hey, Eric, uh, Jerry Hughes and then Matt Milano, especially with the return of Matt Milano, this team is 12 and 0 and they've had 18.6 of scoring defense. one of the top in the league since he's played in games he's played in. What is it about Matt Milano and then Jerry Hughes that just makes this Buffalo defense so hard that you guys are facing on a Sunday? Yeah, uh, they're great experienced players. Uh, you know, they've seen a lot of football, um, you know, and uh, I don't think Milano was in there uh, last time we played, but uh, you know we're, we look forward to any challenge that's presented to us. Um, they fly around, do a good job, and uh, you know we're looking forward to showing up and playing Chiefs football. We've got three left. We'll go right down the line, starting with Todd Lebo. Go, ahead, Todd. Hey, Fish. Uh, the Bills in their first playoff game didn't get to to Rivers and didn't cause any sacks. Last time they got to Lamar like four times. What they do differently? Uh, they don't have a lot of sacks, right? They're not at the top of the league, but what did you see from them this last time out that they were able to get to the quarterback? 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into getting to the quarterback. Um, you know, whether it's straight up getting beat, you know, sending sending the line the wrong way towards you know pressure or whatever. Um, you know, we diagnose all that, and you know, we just go out there and do our job. Um, you know, we do a lot of film study, and uh, we just take the field with the attitude that they're not getting to the quarterback. Um, so we we take pride in that. Uh, as I'm sure every line does. Um, obviously, everything doesn't always go your way, but um, we're, we're out there to do our job the best we can and have fun doing it. Go next to Breland Moore. Go ahead, Breland. Hey, Fish. Good afternoon. Uh, Chris Jones was just up here talking about how the defense really had to step up when Patrick Mahomes went out. But for you guys, you're protecting Chad Henney. Uh, you know, how important was it and how proud of you are you, of your guys that they also stepped up to protect your backup quarterback? Yeah, anytime you have a situation like that, uh, I think we take it upon ourselves to, you know, take our game up to the next level. Not that we're already not trying to be at the highest level we can be, but, um, you know, whatever we can do to make Chad feel comfortable when he comes into a situation like that and, you know, talk to him after the game. I, I was really happy for him. Uh, you know, he came in, got his playoff win. And I, that was awesome to, to be a part of, uh, you know. And, uh, you know, he came in that that huddle um, and he was just crisp as could be. And like, I mean, he was just spitting out the play calls perfectly, you know, no hesitation. I mean, he was ready to go. And we'll go last to Nick Jacobs. Go ahead, Nick. Eric, for you and for this team, you guys took everybody's best shot for 16 weeks. How much did that help you guys in certain moments last week and how much do you think it can help you this week? Yeah, I think we've been getting everybody's best shot for quite a while now. And uh, I think it's, you know, <laughs> sometimes it can be exhausting. I, I mean, like in the preparation, you, you know, you cannot show up um, and have an off day. Uh, you, you know, everyone's coming for you. Everybody wants the top dog. And, uh, you know, I think we've been working our tails off to be in that spot. Um, you know, so we're not letting off the gas. We, we're preparing the same. We've been preparing for many years now. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's what Coach Reed expects of us. Uh, you know, EB expects of us, um, you know, we, we, we just, it, they're long seasons. I mean, going into week 19 here, um, you know, but we, we've had this goal in mind and uh, we've done everything we've needed to do so far. We just need to keep, keep it going. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our production staff and everyone who helps make Sports Beat KC happen. Derek Donovan, Beth Welsh, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, Chris Fickett, and Savannah Smith. Links to stories about the Chiefs can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. Hey, we have another deal for you, especially for those who want to deep dive into the Stars' terrific Chiefs coverage here at playoff time. For a limited time, you can subscribe to Sports Pass for 99 cents a month. That's right, 99 pennies a month. After three months, it auto-renews at $5.99 a month unless you cancel. How do you get it? You go to KansasCity.com slash SportsPass2020. That's KansasCity.com slash SportsPass2020. Do you want more than just sports coverage? Check out the entire Kansas City Star product. Sports news features, commentary, and analysis, the whole thing. You get all the stories written by my talented colleagues, plus additional news, sports, and business coverage with the E-Edition. The details for all of these deals can be found at account kansascitycom slash subscribe. And if you're having trouble hunting down any of these offers, send me an email, bkirkoff at kcstar.com, and I'll get you to the right place. So whether it's the Sports Pass or the full subscription, you're getting and supporting the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City and helping us produce programs like Sports Beat KC. Thanks for, ha- thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Thursday with another episode.